0: <laughs> all right well i'll here. enjoy my minus 25 degrees right now
1: oh no no it's good it's good for you yeah. oh ger- yeah i'm sure it with is. Your, yeah. uh, your germanic blood yeah uh, all right uh, so uh, fred's ready i'm ready we're streaming live on facebook um, i'm gonna hit the theme dan are you ready for the theme i am it's pretty exciting dan duran fred uh, doing the uh, intro live For this, I know. Just like the good old days, the good old days. For this uh, special occasion, let me see if this works. Ready, Dan Duran? Ready. The following
0: episode is coming to you live from La Quinta, California and Panama City, Florida, and is brought to you by Gig Sky, the retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Bow Dog. Health Gauge, Canna Cabana, Dewar, and our newest sponsor, GoDaddy. And now, here are two men who have decided that their personal comfort comes before principles and
1: anti-U.S. outrage. Here are
0: Humble and Fred.
1: Dandoran, Dandoran. Thank you very much, Dandoran. Hiya. Ka- R- oh, Dandoran just... Start, <laughs> he just left.
2: It's so like
1: him. All
2: right. Well, he has some ice sculptures to work on. It's going to be like a
1: minus twenty-one or something there today. Yeah, he's going to work on his. Um, what does he have? A bar? He's made a, a some kind of snow oh, bar. It. Oh, everything, Howard. He has everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish he would have stuck around just for a second. I didn't want him to leave immediately. Uh, welcome Uh-oh. everyone uh, i 'm not going to check the Facebook stream for a bit i'm, I'm just going to assume it's working. Original sound is on live on Facebook, so we're recording you know Rachel said something to me last night she says you know good luck on your you know your first remote broadcast from the u s a and i I thought to myself well no this can't this isn't our first and I was trying to think this morning when would we have been on uh on U.S. soil, broadcasting our show, and I, I thought, oh, I remember, and I wonder if I could get uh, if you would remember when, when one of the times, maybe the only time we ever did this from the USA. No, we've done it twice.
2: Do you mean in the, as the podcast? Not the podcast. The, no, I don't oh, think okay. we've ever.
1: We've never done the podcast from here, have we? No, no. Okay,
2: okay. No, I just wanted to have context here. Um, well, we we've done Florida for Blue Jay spring training. Yep.
1: And we did Buffalo with uh, Humble and uh, Fredonia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny because I remember the Buffalo one. But until you mentioned spring training, that was a nightmare.
2: Yeah, I didn't. Hey, a nightmare. Yes, a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) It allowed us to be in Florida for seven or eight days. So it wasn't that much of a nightmare.
1: I remember we talked about it. On a, on a show sometime in the last year or so, and I just remember you and I getting up in the middle of the night to go to Blue Jays. Was it Dunedin we went to, Dunedin Stadium? Yep. We went to Dunedin Stadium and uh, <laughs> sat there at like 5 o'clock in the morning, 5.30. There's nobody at the ballpark. And mm-hmm. I don't know, somewhere in the, in the promotions apartment, someone went, yeah, hey, you guys should do your show.
2: Well, the reason that was they were all set up. Exactly, exactly. All the the technical stuff was there. I mean, short of that, they would have had to set it up in the the hotel, and I guess they thought there was some costs involved with that. Back in the early 90s, whenever it was, uh, you know, bell lines were expensive, and uh, we just uh, plugged into the Blue Jay thing, and I guess it was a lot cheaper. Didn't make a lot of sense as far as guests and uh, atmosphere, but... No. We had fun. We went to a couple
1: of strip joints. <laughs> <laughs> That's Games. right. And, mm-hmm. I remember oh, yeah. that. We went on a uh, strip joint tour, I believe. <laughs> well, here we are. I'm in uh, just outside of Palm Springs, about 40 minutes from the city of Palm Springs in a suburb called La Quinta, California, uh, and I'm, I'm very lucky, the, uh, the one of our listeners, Jason, uh, this was, uh, People may remember a couple of years ago I was here. I, I got sick. I, I actually only got to stay in this house for one day on the way home from Phoenix and being in the hospital. And uh, when I came through the door a week ago, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't remember any of this. Mm. I, I don't know. I guess uh, whatever. I would just been a little bit off kilter. But it's just been amazing. And the weather here, you know, it's why, they, it's why people come to this part of the country because it's just so consistently, you know, livable. A Little on the hot side. I'm not going to lie. It's the again. desert, my boy. <laughs> the desert. De- it gets a little hot here in the desert. Yeah. And where are you, Panama City, Florida? Describe to I'm, us where that is. I'm Panama
2: City Beach. Okay. Uh, up in the Panhandle. Um, far from hot here. It's. I would put it like early May. You know.
1: Well, like early cool. May like, in Canada.
2: I, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been all right. I mean, you're not at this time of the year. I mean, I mean, where do I begin? By the time we decided to go away, I could talk my wife into going away. It had to be a road trip and she was comfortable with this. And most of the availability in Florida was, uh, you know, it just wasn't there. Panama City Beach, because it's cooler, had availability. So we came. Uh, The first week has been somewhat unsettled and cool, but I've been able to golf a couple of times and walk on the beach a lot, but, you know, with a windbreaker and what have you. As of today, it's going to ramp up to the early 20s, which is fine. Uh, better than minus 16. No, again, exactly. You don't, you don't come
1: here at this time of the year for the heat, just so people know. <laughs> um, just give me some perspective, though, when you said, because you guys drove down. Is it was it a full two day drive? Could you do it in one day? I don't have. Oh, yeah it was no it was
2: very pleasant i enjoyed the drive actually right i did nine hours and nine hours and uh stayed in a place called Elizabethtown, uh kentucky uh, after about nine hours and got up the next day and drove down here it was fine it was very pleasant actually
1: so on your um, way down you went through some states the states you went through what was their sort of covid mask kind of vibe
2: Listen, I've been pleasantly surprised from that standpoint. Um, here, it's you know they just have the attitude: if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask; if you don't, right. you don't. And nobody sneers at you or anything. Most of the the businesses, the establishments, the restaurants, all the people are wearing masks here in Florida, and most of the states on the way down. There are exceptions. Uh, but you know, the other day, you know, I got a nail in my tire and I went over to the Tuffy tire center mm-hmm. and I walked into the waiting room and there might've been 10 people and nine of them had masks on while they were right. waiting. So uh, that type of thing. So it, it's considerate. It's not what you might think.
1: Is yeah. I, I I was sort of thinking that the, when we were thinking about coming down and I, I said to Rachel a couple of times, like, you know. Is it going to be weird if we go into businesses and restaurants and stores, if we're the only ones wearing masks, you know, are we going to feel self-conscious? And, you know, before we came here, you know, you just you can see online, <clears throat> excuse me, where all the different states and their mandates, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and California has the similar had has the similar um, Restrictions, as Ontario did up until about a half an hour ago. In Ontario, we're going to talk about that. But you know, we were we've been in in Los Angeles for a couple days. We've been in Palm Springs for six or seven days. Everywhere we go, Mm -hmm. every every, and it says on the just on the uh, doors, it all says masks appreciated, masks uh, mandatory. And and just as you said, not pleasantly surprised. I was happy with it because other than one dude in a Ralph's. Uh, without a mask on, and everyone else is masked up.
2: Yeah, and not, <laughs> you know, your mind runs wild before you come to Florida. You know, yeah, you know, redneck central or one of them. And I just thought, you know, if we wore masks, then the place people might look at you odd, but they mm-hmm. just
1: don't. Yeah, that's why you know,
2: and your stereotypical yank, you know, um, who isn't a wearing a mask when they walk by you like nobody it's it's it really is like each to their own
1: yeah yeah and the only comment i played golf for the first time yesterday with some guys a couple guys from uh, pennsylvania and one guy from uh, seattle and well first of all we had zero conversations about like covid never came up i spent almost five and a half hours with this group of, of dudes and until the guy from one of the guys from Pennsylvania who had just got there. As we were walking to the parking lot, we had to put our masks on to go back through the clubhouse to the parking lot. And he said, oh yeah, this, oh, this again. And I said, oh yeah, what's it like where you live? He goes, it's nothing like this. I said, really? He said, yeah, it's only like 10% of the people you see in in Pennsylvania at least, whereas 99% of the people here are all wearing masks. Yeah, uh, when I went to South Carolina in November, I told you that down
2: through Pennsylvania and uh, Ohio or whatever states we went through. Yeah, it's over there. Yeah, it's uh, it was a lot different there. I'll tell you, I saw I've seen more masks in Florida than I did in Pennsylvania and uh, North and South Carolina. I just I, I have and maybe a lot of the people I'm seeing are like snowbirds Canadians. I don't know. I don't think so. But, uh, you know, I mean, you know, normal thinking, normal functioning people, they're not stupid. They see the numbers if they live in Florida and go, hey, it's a little high for me. So I'm just going to throw on a mask to protect myself. Yeah, I guess that's the attitude. You know, I've been thinking about our
1: conversations now for a couple of years with people like Tim Niblett and, and others that live and have gone down to Florida in the wintertime and wondering what what life was going to be like. And now having experience down here. As you say, it's really not much different. I haven't encountered anyone, you know, with any resistance. But but for sure, the conversations have are nothing to do with the, this. COVID is done. No. There, like, I, we, I guess, you play golf for four hours with some people, and you're having conversations on in between shots, and zero to do with the pandemic. And he, and, and, and by the way, and by, and, and for everyone's, we're going to get to the whatever we call it, the, the Freedom Convoy. We're going to get there. But uh, that has not permeated any part of you know, conversations that I've heard down here.
2: No. I played golf the other day, a guy from Minnesota, and an 82-year-old guy uh, from Virginia, <laughs> yeah, a, rodeo, he, he, a former rodeo performer cool. from Virginia, still owns a horse ranch, sweet, sweet guy. None of that came up. The yeah. guy from Minnesota, same thing. An oil a motor oil salesman who was down for a month like me and none of that. All we did was talk about golf and the Minnesota wild and yeah. you know, trying to stay on a horse when it's going wild. <laughs> he was very, a, uh nice.
1: like he was like a, a guy that rode Broncos and things like that. Cool.
2: 82 years old, still has the ranch. And I would say we only played nine holes with them and uh he probably outdrove me <laughs> I was gonna say did he he did. Be, did he beat you no he wouldn 't have beat me, but he you know the eighty two year old just the easy swing and sure. straight straight ahead a couple of hundred
1: yards type thing you know so kind of I, of. I i won 't go into I, I met this group um, one guy in particular because a listener to the golf podcast swing thoughts. Mm -hmm. He contacted me, knew I was coming down here, and he said, I got a friend, Mike Lacey. He's a great guy, and he is a great guy. He's about 70, 71. He plays every day at this course around here, and he invited me. Mike invited me to come play, and he had a couple of his buddies, and he introduces me to this one guy, Mark from Seattle, who tells me while we're warming up that he's a retired airline pilot so oh, cool it was I mean my day was set as soon as I, I said what he goes yeah, yeah I just retired a few years ago from an airline I, I didn't some west coast airline but anyway so my cart partner the entire day yesterday so mm-hmm. we weren't talking golf I just kept asking mm-hmm. him so when you fly into Chicago what's that like mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. is it s- scary mm-hmm. um, so he was great and uh, like I say one the other guy that was in the group had just they'd all just moved here like within the last couple of years and yeah it was nice it was a nice group
2: uh the other day on the beach we had a moment uh walking along and these friendly people hey how are you and we stopped and we're chatting and he was a retired uh army veteran had moved all over the country she was from michigan and y'all from toronto it's cold up there and i said well where are you from and she said uh, grand rapids now, if you look on a map, Grand Rapids, I think, is somewhat north. Of <laughs> oh, yeah, London, that's right. But, and it was just the tip. Of, and, you know, I forgive them. They don't know. Like, no, their maps know. just don't show Canada or something. I don't know no. what it is. But it, it's frustrating to have those conversations. Oh, it's all cold up there. And I said to her, where where are you from in Michigan? She said, Grand Rapids. I said, well, it's about the same uh, climate. Yeah, like same latitude. But she sort of almost. looked at yeah. me like I was odd. Like, well, it can't be. You're from Canada. No, I'm and then within moments, the, uh, he, the guy, went off on Biden. It's all uh, uh, the, uh, all the uh, inflation is Biden's fault. And he's just waiting. To, and he said, you know, we got a crazy man in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do I, we? <laughs> that's what he said to me within minutes. And he brought it up, Howard. And I said, you mean you had one in the White House? No, no, he says, we're just waiting time to get rid of this guy. I'll tell you all the inflation and stuff. And I didn't want to get into it. And I said, hey, buddy, it's the problem all over the world,
1: Canada included. But again, they don't. Well, it's interesting you brought up the map because obviously the the airline pilot has a sense of the geography of the country about the second last hole. We were talking about what the temperatures were like in Toronto. Yeah. And because those guys are from Pennsylvania, they all know that the temperature where we live is the same as where they live. But I was really impressed. I'm not surprised though. the, the flying guy, he knew that Canada. In fact, he said, "You know the part of." He said, "A third of your country is south of us." In fact, he mm-hmm. knew that Toronto was south of because mm-hmm. he, he, actually, because he spent some time in Portland, it's about the same latitude as Northern Oregon. Um, but I haven't had. Like, it was so nice. I uh, have two things I want to say. Not only was the group I was in yesterday really nice, because there were guys that are about ten years older than me eight to 10 years older. And I got a a sense of what their lives are like every day and they play every day, but they also do tennis and pickleball and, and just kind of like they're down here for six months. And I'm sort of like, Oh, well this is what retirement life is like. But the second thing was I was reminded again, and this is what I wanted to say about overall impressions of being down here. Just how nice the average American is just, you know, and I know we've spent a good couple of years sort of, you know, wanking about them and then the the trump thing but in the actual day-to-day world of of people we met at restaurants and people you know in my golf group and mm-hmm. just just generally everyone's just you know like at home they're just trying to get along and and they're fine and they're they're happy to have you know their great service here and you know you sort of i i, I think i'd forgotten that the average american is much like the average canadian just wants to do you know, get through their day and enjoy themselves, and they're not all down here talking about Trump and racism, and you know what I mean? Like, I think you find that, and because of social media, you can sort of tune into that vibe if that's all you read in a day.
2: Right. You know, it's just a movement right now that was enabled by Trump that we hear about. You know, and exactly. that element is a very small percentage. Yes. Like the nitwits that, you know, in Ottawa and at the Ambassador Bridge. I mean, that's just a little tiny portion and they want to dictate to the rest of us. And I mean, that goes on down here. But again, it's blown out of proportion by
1: social media. So well, much it, of this stuff... You know? well that's my point it's not it's not only yeah. that it's blown out of proportion but if you spend like we do our time reading news and investigating different things and you know you think well that's the whole world but the actual world here isn't like that at all i mean the everyday world the the people you see and then talk to they're just you know they're just hanging out like we are I'm um, speaking of inflation the one thing
2: that's blown me away down here is the price of groceries yeah me it's, too we got listen everybody at home we got a good deal going as far as like it is crazy i do most of the shopping at home most of the shopping a lot of the shopping and i you know day-to-day day-to-day items that we buy right like fruits and vegetables and certain cuts of meat and stuff here it it's more expensive in american yeah like i i I can't believe it like how how does how do blueberries cost more in florida than they do in ontario i I don't know I
1: don't get it, and and gas is really expensive. Well, here it's about three fifty a gallon. I, like? Well, I, we paid for mid to low grade. I think it was four something. Yeah, uh, there was. I saw at the pumps. It was as much as five something per gallon. Wow. Oh yeah, man. Although at home it's about sixty now. Um, and we drove from here uh, to Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And my. I did half a tank in this SUV I've gotten it was like 60 bucks or something.
2: Well obviously it's all tied well maybe the conflict you know in uh, uh on the Ukraine border and uh and and covid and um, um supply chain issues are driving the price of everything up but obviously everywhere but it really does seem to have hit here hard. So I guess, you know, to your average simpleton, you, you want somebody to blame. And I guess the guy in charge is the guy you blame. So I can understand it from that
1: level. You know, and, and for sure. And, and it doesn't matter who's the president. You always blame, as you say, the person at the top thinking they have some effect, that they've, they've done right. something by their very existence. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff. like Again, there's a lot of stuff at, at play here. I don't know how the average person can afford it. We had, like we were telling you before the show started recording, we had four apples for $8. You'd think here, I I mean, you can pull, one thing that's cool here is in my backyard, I pulled a lemon off a tree. You know, that was free. Did you? Yes, I did. And how did you use it? I haven't used it yet. I just got it down from the lemon tree. So I said, Rachel, look. I was walking around the pool. I, I snuck a lemon off the... Uh, the is, it a, is it a tree or a bush? Have I ever told you about my Mary had a little lamb? <laughs> le- <laughs> le- Wait a second. Is the punchline lemon squeezer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm just skimming here. Um, Yes. As of March 1st, we're pretty much free in Ontario. Well, tell you what, let's get to some uh, breaking news. Dan Duran just informed us that Doug Ford uh, was on a half an hour ago, and apparently there's a a huge easing of restrictions. This will tie into the Freedom Convoy. Every time I say it, I want to puke. But first, uh, live from uh, the USA... It's Humble and Fred Radio. We're on uh, Facebook. You can uh, watch us now. We'll be starting at 10 a.m. Eastern for the next couple of weeks. Brought to you by a lot of very fine people. For instance, Fred. Uh, Bodog. Whether you're a sports bettor, a horse racing fan, a poker, or a casino
2: player, Bodog is your number one source of online gambling entertainment. <laughs> Uh, from their industry-leading odds, world-class sportsbook, and feature-rich poker room to their fully-loaded casino and race book, they've been providing Canadian players with an unparalleled gaming experience since 1994. Uh, Super Bowl yesterday, Rams were favored. Ultimately, they did win. Tonight, your Maple Leafs are in Seattle. Leafs uh, favored by a puck and a half. Uh, The Kraken uh, pay $200
1: to win. And uh, the over and under is six. Bulldog. And the program is also brought to you by GoDaddy. Powering small business and entrepreneurs. You know, it's one of those words I always think I'm saying wrong. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs for over 25 years and servicing over 20 million customers worldwide. GoDaddy is where people come. To get a domain, create a website, and everything else you need to get your business online, there's no better time than now to get your ideas out there. Get them online with GoDaddy. You can find your domain, easily create your website, and finally bring it to life. With GoDaddy's free and friendly 24 7 support, they're also here to help you every step of the way. You can even start your website for free with GoDaddy. No credit card is even required. Visit GoDaddy.ca to learn more. All right. So why don't we work backwards? Uh, I have. Do you have it open? I haven't actually opened the uh, latest from uh, the government well, of Ontario.
2: The long and the short of it: February seventeenth, which is what three days from Happy Valentine's. By the way, uh, you um, too. I didn't uh, get you anything. <laughs> uh by the 17th which is what 3 days from now everything's pretty much going to go 50% and then March 1st everything's going to be wide open there are going to be some uh, recommendations for masking in uh, you know hospitals and maybe schools and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh the vaccine passport will be done as of March 1st and uh, pretty much back to normal by March 1st which is ahead by uh, maybe, you know, in some cases, uh, a couple of weeks, in some cases, six weeks, because I think originally we were going to be by April 15th. Yeah.
1: Wide open. Um, and it says here. Uh, so social gathering limits will increase to 50 people indoors and 100 people outdoors um, and, and every in higher risk settings, by the way, such as nightclubs, restaurants with dancing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Love those bathhouses and sex clubs indoor capacity is 25% and proof of vaccine will be required i think at bathhouses and sex clubs i think that's where you want to keep your proof of vaccine for a while you know what i mean and other things i mean you should be asking for some you should be asking for medical history at those places you know for forever uh for indoor religious services that require proof of vaccine capacity limits capacity limits have been lifted mm-hmm. But what about travel? Because I understand that we the uh, Canadian government is probably going to relax the PCR requirements here in the next couple of weeks for us coming back.
2: Well, hopefully. Yeah. It makes sense at this point. But, you know, anyway, it's just it's all so weird to me because, of course, you know, the... Uh, the dum dum rally will claim that you know they're responsible for these measures being pushed up, which they're not. I mean, they originally had said that throughout the spring things were going to be relaxed, and the numbers are plummeting at such a uh, at such a, a rate. I can see pushing it
1: ahead. Yeah, they said the original reopening was February twenty first. Um. Huh. They, they, they said that the original, the province was originally scheduled to move to this phase of reopening on February 21st, so they're only opening, they're only moving it up by a week. Mm-hmm. But as far as the Dumb Dumb Rally, the Free Dumb Rally, the <sighs> way, well, it's sort of, I don't know where even to begin. One of the things I will say, though, is, and I, I mentioned this to you when we were talking before we left, there's this weird vibe you get from those people, like the rest of us just love this, you know, pandemic. That we're so we're really digging it, and we don't want it to end. Like it's almost like, well, what do you, we're, we're not on the other side. Of, we we all want the same thing. We all want to be able to travel freely, and but we, you, you can't just say I'm against the virus and have it go away. Uh, as they say in this uh, press release, officials say this is all going to happen if public health and health systems continue to improve. How is that so hard to understand? For these folks that came across the country well because it goes a lot deeper than that of of
2: course course. that was just an excuse to to gather i'm the same way howard i don't know where to begin like how is it a freedom rally and you take the freedoms Away from everybody who lives in, uh, in in Ottawa. Right. The freedom away from other truckers who want to earn a living. Take the
1: freedom away from $300 million worth of goods and services flowing back and forth across the busiest port in the country. How is that freedom?
2: How, how you, as a trucker, the first people you attack internationally are other truckers. How does that work? Yeah. Well, when 95% of the truckers are vaccinated, 95% of the truckers want to work. and The uh, Canadian truckers Alliance is dead against this. Like, who are you, You, this tiny, tiny group of whack jobs, to think you can dictate to the rest of us? And they just carry on like they're doing it for us. No, you're not.
1: No, I know. And, and you know, the... I don't know, again, it's hard. Is it? Maybe the whole week we'll finally get to all the things we've read and all the different things. The... You know, the the pictures of the guys using their kids holding signs. I've got the, a four year old holding a sign that says I've got more balls than the prime minister. Like, mm-hmm. But it, it, what I want to say is where it, what it really seems to me is that it's not about the freedom of vaccination or not. It's it's a, a part of Canada that maybe we all were naively thinking doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Maybe you and I, you know, thinking, well, this America, you know, I, I tell you, part of it for me the last couple of weeks I almost feel like we've lost some kind of moral high ground that I felt that yeah. we were on. Mm-hmm. I feel like, well, there goes that thinking we were better than Americans. Well, we're not. and no. and, and maybe some of this is funded by some of those groups, but oh. we're no different.
2: Like on so many levels, using your kids as human shields, is that not enough for most decent people to say, you know, I want no part of this? Taking flammable liquids, gas, and propane into the streets of Ottawa when you're asked not to, that's illegal, and then playing that shell game, putting water in some and gas in others so that you can pull the wool over the eyes of, of the police, is that not enough? I know like i don't get it. and and, and what you say is true cuz it is scary and I, and i'm going to say it right up front and I, and i can't help i mean f- how long we had richard serrat on our show that that guy he's disturbed you know that like yes. he's right in with this stuff yeah and the stuff that he posts like you know he's still defending donald trump and still defending the truckers and overlooking you know, using your kids as a human shield, overlooking, you know, the explosives, overlooking the blatant, obvious question of how, being a trucker, do you disrupt other truckers from making a living? Well, how, how, being a free, so-called freedom fighter, do you take freedom away from all the people in Ottawa just to live their normal lives?
1: Well, you have to overlook, or, well, I, Richard, aside for a second and i don 't even know how you <laughs> see, I'm, it's sort of it 's almost so dumb it 's funny how oh. you feel like you are like the Jews in Nazi Germany mm-hmm. how you equate the Holocaust to what you 're going through, having a party with a a portable <laughs> hot tub. You know, in Ottawa and, and and having a DJ van and barbecues, mm-hmm. I don't recall any DJ vans in the Holocaust. You know what I mean? And oh, again, I know exactly. I say this, you know, I say this uh-huh. with a little sensitivity being, you know, Hebrew. But it just seems even if I wasn't, I still wouldn't understand how you go from the Holocaust to b- b- gumming up the streets of Ottawa for a couple of weeks and you're the victims. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'd say is, and, and you, you sort of touched on it, they're not, these people aren't representing me and they're not representing right. most of Canada. And as I said, I feel a little bit of a loss of innocence because they thought, well, these people, mm-hmm. this doesn't exist in Canada, but it does. Um,
2: and this is what, you know, and we had Richard on our show, you know, and he contributed to the show and we actually enjoyed having, having, having him on. Absolutely, we did. And, and not Richard. There's a couple of other people I know that now this makes you stop down and go, my God, I've been. I was duped. I actually had a relationship with somebody that deep down is evil because yeah. they're just evil. I am sorry. In this whole God connection. Oh, yeah. You know, th- this Christian fundraising thing? <laughs> so, they're, so they're funneling money yeah. to something that's breaking the law in Canada, and you think that's a good idea. It's
1: a great idea. Mm-hmm. Can we just talk about that just for a second? just to right. Breaking the law. Like, I read this article mm-hmm. this morning, you know, and we Torontonians know only too well. You park your car in the wrong spot, you get a ticket. Yes. Mm-hmm. How? And that's what I, I don't understand. Listen. There's some. There were some mistakes made by everybody. Politicians, police, the you know the federal uh, response to this. There's there were mistakes made. But what? So I don't understand is how you can park and a vehicle where you parked it in in these places with gasoline and, and a street demonstration. how you can do that and not get arrested because that clearing the the clearance of the um, the bridge in Windsor. Very few people were arrested. I was surprised about that because if you and I went there and parked just randomly now, we'd be towed away and fined. You know, and I, and I get it. Um,
2: you know, people talked about the military. You know, as soon as you start, as soon as you turn the military on your own people, that's a whole different a bad look. level. Yeah. So I, I, I get wanting to avoid that. And the system they used in Windsor um, obviously worked because they've cleared the area not so big that yesterday the mayor of ottawa cut a deal with those and they aren't canadians either by the way no canadians i know this don't, canadians don't act that way no, you know, I know and again to get back to richard he, he, he posts this video yesterday of some whack job on a stage screaming about freedoms and rights yeah totally didn't make sense yeah because this guy has taken those things away from all the people that he's preaching to and they're all waving canadian flags don't you dare wave a canadian flag don't you dare you're not canadians you're the last canadians are the people are those guys those police yesterday that slowly moved forward and eventually peacefully got rid of those assholes at the ambassador bridge you know that's canada yeah that's us all, sort of coming together non-violently and coming up with a solution. Yeah, did it take too long? But that's what we're all about, and we're still waiting for Ottawa. I'm again. I'm not big on the Ottawa mayor cutting a deal with those people. But again, that's sort of what we're all about,
1: isn't it? Well, and also the thing that I find, I don't know, along the same lines of the loss of innocence or the lack of, you know, I've been sitting here. I don't know about you, but I felt pretty smug the last four or five years about, you know, first with Trump and then with the COVID response and, you know, being in Canada thinking how well we're not like those Americans, but I find it disturbing a little bit embarrassing actually You know, Rachel and I were talking about how this freedom convoy is now inspiring like-minded people to protest around the world, giving Canada credit for this. And I'm thinking, well, I don't want credit for that. I don't want people in other countries thinking, well, Canada started this because it's embarrassing. And let's not be, you know, again, so naive to think
2: that a lot of this was American influence. And again, Donald Trump is the seed. This is where it's all started. And it enabled a lot of Canadians, just as, as it did yep. a lot of Americans. Oh, yeah. Guys like Richard Sirat. Those deep, evil feelings get to bubble up to the top.
1: Like, I, I'm trying to, I was trying to, when you were talking there, and by the way, I know that my look looks different today because uh, my second screen isn't working. I'm very upset. But I was trying to find a video from a guy who I'd never heard of before this, but now, I've, mm-hmm. now I can't stop thinking about this tick. Um. I was going to say dick and tit at the same time to get uh, a guy named Pat King. Do you know who he is? Yeah. A big fucking asshole. And there yeah. he is talking about the, he, the, the video I wanted to play for you is him talking about different races and he makes these Chinese comments and he makes this uh-huh. like, I, I thought to myself, well, there you go. Cause those guys are Canadians. They've all just been waiting for the opportunity. But what, what happened, what's, what I found interesting is that they've been around for quite a while. We just didn't have access to them or we didn't Absolutely. bother, you know, we didn't hear about them till this. I know Absolutely. Pat Kings and the other things too. And we'll get into this maybe a little bit later. The, the people in the progressive conservative party of Canada should be fucking ashamed of themselves. This Candace Bergen idiot. And I'm going to say it, our friend Tony, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to hear from him. I want to hear Tony explain to me why, what I got wrong here, what Mm -hmm. freedoms were taken away. Mm -hmm. You know, and you've said this a million times, I have the freedom to do whatever I want. If I'm not, you know, up until now, if I wasn't vaccinated, I just don't go in the grocery store. Mm hmm. No, I know.
2: It's twisted. But again, Howard, it's just so... It's so it's deep, deep. deep yes, what I know. These people are all oh, about yeah. And you know what? They don't fool me anymore. No, I know. I know what they're all about. I know. I, you know what they're all about. I know what they're all about. The, you know, they where it all like comes from. They don't like
1: the brown from. people. They don't like the Jews. They don't... list. Pat King guy did this thing about the mm-hmm. Chinese. And I was like, what? This is a grown man with children? And a, you're, you're doing this...
2: It, and here's here's another thing, and I, and again, it will be good, and I'm sure Tony will come on. He has a lot more balls and guts and, and, and courage than... And the last time I'm going to say it, Richard Surrett, because some of the stuff he's posted, he's been on our show. He's been a guy that we had a relationship with. Invite him, on, uh, invited him onto the show yep. this week to come on and just say, "Hey, give your side." But yeah. you know what? Nope. Those guys do not want to answer the questions we've raised. They want to go about their seedy, creepy lives and not answer the questions
1: that are obvious. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> like I, I was a bit disappointed having been an occasional conservative voter, more so than not, as as you know, I've explained. I don't know why people don't believe me, but more so than not the last ten or fifteen years. But you know this Pat King guy posting a video and I, I asked this question on Twitter. If I threaten to put a bullet in the Prime Minister, am I not do you not get arrested for that anymore? Is that is that okay? And and if if you
2: Profess, Like a lot of people did the guy I mentioned that what is going on in Ottawa on the ambassador bridge is valid is understandable is cool at least have the decency to call out what is wrong around it and that's wrong. So if I'm a guy that generally thinks that, hey, you know, the freedom rally is a good idea, but using kids as human shields is wrong. No, exactly. Taking flammables through the streets of that city
1: is wrong. Stopping truck. Other truckers from making a living is wrong. Why don't they ever wait? There's more to that list. Yeah. What about and keeping people up all night, closing down the, you know, closing down the shopping malls, the So they came across the country to make this point. Mm -hmm. Let me just pause for a second. There is a point to be made about maybe we have been a little bit overcautious. Maybe we did lock Mm -hmm. down more than was necessary. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But as we've said before, I don't I I don't have the I didn't have the answers two years ago when this happened. Did you No. Mm -hmm. those guys certainly didn't. And the fact that we came through the pandemic until quite recently as one of the countries in the world that was handling it better than most of the countries in the world. Now, you know, again, that's all gone now because this shitstorm came across. But when it first started, I even remember saying this to you. Well, I get their frustration. But as you just said, that wasn't their point. And what's really scary is their point was chaos and disruption, because if they really cared about other Canadians, then they wouldn't be partying for three weeks in ottawa people were you know people's lives in ottawa have been disrupted for what reason is that the freedom they're talking about people couldn't listen i know people in ottawa they were
2: intimidated by those people they they women were were being harassed by these people and not only that, even another guy we know, there was a story that, hey, in Ottawa, you know, nobody's wearing masks in stores now and the merchants aren't even asking because they were intimidated. Yeah. And this people post this person, we know, post that and then puts like four hearts above it. Like, that's a great thing. <laughs> great. And the, only, the reason the merchants had given up is because they were being intimidated. And the reason the merchants gave up is because these people weren't going to do anything else. So what were you going to do? confront them right and these people that didn't wear their masks into the stores what they were saying was we don't care about your space your space doesn't matter to us that's right isn't isn't that nice well
1: so let's pick out the years so richard surrett you think it's cool to use kids as human shields you hate trudeau listen listen I don't love Trudeau, I didn't love Brian Mulroney, I didn't love Stephen Harper that much or that little, but they're the, they're in charge. You think you think you hate Trudeau so much that it's okay to take children and and uh, have them put up signs? Like if I was a, if I was that kid's dad who got his children to make that sign, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be like, "What are you doing?" And Howard. this is- yeah, no, go ahead. No,
2: no, no, no. Who takes like, listen, that, and that I, I think was after Ford had said that, you know, emergency measures who takes their kids into that environment. <laughs> exactly. When they should be at home playing with other friends or playing road hockey or something who
1: actually takes their kids into the middle of that. And so Unless what, you're you're unstable? Well, absolutely. And so what point are you trying to make by bringing children into it? Or, is, you know, we're saying, like, if you support a movement that supports this pat king guy there's something wrong with you Uh because in the end it's it's the old story it's it's and that's what's sort of frightening about all of it it might be it might be cleared away right now Uh but it ain't going away and what it's done to me and i think a lot of people but i'll just tell you personally it's made me a bit sort of embarrassed and a bit ashamed of, Uh of of being canadian in a way because i didn't think that was part of our landscape but that is a really, really. <laughs> I know it is, and they're twisted, and that's what I
2: like. How do you again, Richard Seret? How do you, how do you post that picture of the father with the three kids and think that's a good idea? Like, how do you do that? Like, what part of you looks at that and thinks, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna this is a good point"? If you think that's a good point, like. What does that say about
1: you as a father? Oh, I know. I know. Like, it's like, like, how does that conversation go? Honey, I'm just going to take the kids down to the Freedom Rally where there's like flammable uh, jugs being passed around and there's a DJ playing. <laughs> no, we're just, where are you going? Uh, well, I was going to take them to Wonderland, but it's close, but I'm, I'm close. So I'm going to take them to Freedom Rally. and have, Can you make the signs? That's the thing I said to Rachel, too, and to, to lighten the mood a little bit. Who has time? what what did those guys did none of those people for the last three weeks in Ottawa didn't they have to work you know there's a there's a funny Sebastian Maniscalco bit about people protesting and he says something like I've never written stuff on a on a sign and, and men mm-hmm. taped it to a stick and then gone somewhere because the rest of us are just trying to as I said about Americans most people are just trying to make their way through the day just like everyone else you know not fall what down a- and skin their knees
2: And again, to be fair, we've mentioned Tony. Let's get him on the show because, you know, I mean, he's still pivotal in the progressive or not the the conservative party. It's not the progressive conservative party, the conservative party. And maybe he can give enlighten us because I, I told you before our break that I was really upset with the Aaron O'Toole thing. And not that I liked Aaron O'Toole. I just don't like the way all that came down and the whack jobs that were speaking on behalf of the party. And Tony did get back to me and said, hey, yeah, I'm upset, too. It's in total disarray. But if they thought it was disarray then. Oh, yeah. Look at the face of this party right now. And, and listen, traditionally, I've been a conservative voter. Like, I wouldn't vote for them now. I don't even know what they are. What are they?
1: Well, and I, I didn't. I don't know that it's Tony. He does this um, podcast called an Another Thing podcast. I've been on it. I think you have as well. And there's Tony and another guy. I can't remember his name. I'm Sorry but somebody has been tweeting from that account you know sort of has a vibe of you know supporting what's going on uh anyway well let's listen this is going to continue because we've got we've got noel Kassler. Wait, now i feel almost sheepish talking to noel there he is look at the beard on our boy yeah, <laughs> look man. at you oh, yeah hey. This is
3: called
1: Canadian Trucker Sheep. <laughs> yeah. We've just spent the last 30 minutes trying to figure it out. Just pause for a second, Noel, because we've got to take care of some business. We're always excited to welcome one of our favorite guests from America. And it's going to be kind of cool because this is the first time all three of us have been on U.S. soil doing the podcast. But first, Freddie, we've got a few people we have to uh, make sure uh, that uh, we understand are helping us build this thing. And who might that be, sir? Well, Noel, of course, is the GigSky guest of the day. Download
2: the GigSky app today on Android or iOS to access affordable mobile data coverage in over 190. Uh, countries uh, using your phone's eSIM. It's the easiest, most affordable and convenient way to stay connected internationally. I'm using it on this uh, trip because I'll tell you, data through GigSky is a lot, lot cheaper and easier to handle uh, than, you know, the going rate of the big companies there in your Canada. Download the GigSky app today. Enter code HF2022 for $5 off your first plan or visit GigSky.com for more Info,
1: okay. Yes, Noel Kassler, our Gig Sky guest of the day, and not only our Gig Sky guest of the day. This uh, guest is also brought to you by Doer, the world's most comfortable pants for men and women. Uh, you know, I, this is going to sound strange. We had a Valentine's Day contest that. I think originally we were going to end it on Valentine's Day, Noel, but we were away. So we're going to give it one more week. If you want to use the promo code humble, uh, I'm sorry, use the promo code love pants. That will get you 15% off. Uh, if you go to doer.ca. And by the way, you can still go to our Facebook page, use the phrase love pants in the comments, and we will give you another pair of pants, the grand prize next week from Doer, which is fireside denims, all weather denims, t shirt, toque, beanie, scarf. It's all there. And don't forget, you can still buy Doer pants with the promo code lovepants at doer.ca for 15% off at, check- at checkout. You know, Noel, um, I said to Fred a few minutes ago, and I I wanted to say this to you. For the time that we've known you now, the last couple of years, and for Fred and I, probably the last four or five years since the Trump, uh, whatever, I have felt a certain smugness, a certain uh, feeling of having a a higher moral ground. And I got to tell you, After the last couple of weeks in our country, it's gone, man. I just I feel a little bit sheepish talking to you because for a while there, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Noel, we're so much better than you guys. But we're not.
3: Yeah. You know, I felt for you guys this whole time. Can you hear me Okay. Yeah, you're fine. You're perfect. (laughs) You know, I felt for you guys when I saw this story breaking because, you know, Canadians are in general smarter and more thoughtful and certainly more polite and civil than Americans But like let's be honest This is an American influence You know that stuff is being promoted And funded by the same sort of like Right wing chaos agents That we have down here in this country So basically I need to apologize to you guys You know because it's another American import That's you know going to make you sick You know so to speak And But it's it's crazy how long it's dragged on You know
2: Yeah you know all countries have an underbelly And Ours was exposed over the past couple of weeks, and right, and and again, I said to Howard earlier, it's you know, there's a lot of people in Canada who're big Trumpers, and and not so much you know from a political standpoint because you know it's not our country, but from an. Um, an ideological standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Ideological. They, they thought it was really cool. And yeah. it's like, you know, you open that up and he enabled people down there. It was almost like, boy, I can start saying some things I felt because the guy at the top is doing that. Yeah. And I really believe that. You know, the, the, the idiots that were in Ottawa and in, uh, Windsor over the week, you know, they would deny all this. But I really believe that's the seed.
3: You're absolutely right. That's what this is. I mean, you just nailed it, Fred. It, this is a cultural lifestyle brand. That's what mm-hmm. Trump and MAGAism offered people. Yeah. It was like dumb guys that never paid attention to politics. All of a sudden, politics was like being a jerk and being the bully in high school and, you know, WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that became irresistible to a you know, a demographic of generally white male, you know, not super educated, certainly not culturally empathetic folks in North America. (laughs) You know, it's irresistible. They go there with their bros. They honk horns. You know, they Mm -hmm. wave
1: flags. Sure. And by the way, I'm just laughing at that phrase. Not culturally empathetic is like the understatement of all time. You know, Noel, it's funny. I've been we've been down in the States now, both of us, for probably eight or nine days. But looking at Canadian news and seeing the coverage and it started just before we left. And one of the most bizarre things, beside the fact that there were Confederate flags, Canadian flags upside down with swastikas on. But when you see people at a Canadian freedom rally with make America great Again" signs, you're like, "Why well, are you fucking people? Dying? What, are you, what are you talking about? Right. Why, are, why, do you, why are you waving? First of all, the Confederates flag of the side that lost in the battle of slavery or no slavery, which I said to Fred last week, I said, don't these people know that that's the flag of the losers in the should we have slaves debate? And Absolutely. not only there was there was a couple of Trump
2: flags like and like I'm and I'm screaming at the television like CTV CBC why aren't you going up and asking that person why are you carrying a Trump flag here in Canada during a, a pandemic dispute like what he's not even president like w- 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 explain that yeah. that just shows how dumb these people are
3: that's it it's stupidity it's like the Let's Go Brandon chant down here oh you know, yeah. It's, Fun to be a sure. jerk. They're going after <laughs> Trudeau. I'd give my left arm to have a prime minister like Trudeau down here in the United States. You know, I, I, you know, I know you guys have issues with him,
1: mm-hmm. but no, like, for sure. But, we, but mm-hmm. we have issues. Like you have issues with any politician. I hate to interrupt, uh, yes. but but I'll tell you what. And this is yeah. going to sound weird, but even the less let's go Brandon thing, even that is in another time, you could sort of almost laugh along with it. It's stupid, but it's. You know, listen, if there was a let's go Brandon version of on the Democrat side, which there, were, of course, was with Trump. But, it, you know, what I mean, like it's almost like it's innocent in its stupidity, but it's not the worst thing that they're doing. You know, carrying the Confederate flag in Ottawa and the Canadian flag being upside down, that to me is that's a source of uh, what you said of unsympathetic. You know, white people that just want to show you how much they don't like brown people, because that's really been frightening to me, at least that there was a lot more of those people that uh, I didn't realize we had that many down uh, in Canada. And then those people use...
2: What they do is they scour the crowd and they look for a brown person or yes. a white person and they make sure they get in a picture with them.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. Because then they could say, see, we're not racist. Well, no, it's like the black people in the in every Trump rally now. Blacks for Trump. They've always got a. and and i don't know do people think that just happened by what a (laughs) coincidence (laughs) well i think you know what
2: howard i think that pays well and that's (laughs) why yeah for sure Mm -hmm.
3: it does pay well you Mm. know and and, you know we don't have to rehash trump but he would use the n-word openly on the celebrity apprentice set you know the guy would refuse to like crown a black winner whenever he he could and So there was always that dog whistle and you and you get a blacks for Trump or or a token, you know, ethnic person in your crowd. And then you feel okay, like getting a bunch of people with swastikas all riled up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to me, the anti-Semitism is the scariest thing here. Right. Right. Because World War Two was not that long ago. We have, you know, empirical evidence of what happens when when anti-Semitism and racism and nationalism spreads because yeah. this stuff spreads it's a virus People, know. you know might have been on the fence that now believe this bs especially now like i try to say this to people all the time hitler didn't have the internet hitler didn't have youtube like he would give speeches and have anti-semitic cartoons and papers and stuff but you couldn't sit there in your house at three in the morning and ingest this poison in the way you can now absolutely now, that's a great it, point Right. It crosses borders and stuff. And that's what's so terrifying is that we're in sort of, you know, the nuclear age of racism.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. I I was working on a bit just before uh, we shut down. And, um, you know, I said that the premise is as basically anti that we're never far from some you know veiled anti Semitic. it's always sort of bubbling under and i said that's why the first weekend of the of the rally i said yeah there's signs that say we're against mandates dot 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 and jews (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know it's like Mm -hmm. it's like we just always we always get stuck in there at the end like we're we're against whatever's happening in society and oh by the way always room for some jew hatred
2: Uh, yeah no. no and here here's the here's the weird situation i'm in going forward and i think howard you can speak to this you know a year from now if i'm sitting in a room and somebody defends what's happened here in the last couple of weeks how are you going to react because it's not just a philosophical difference that person is evil within their heart there's an evilness that i don't want to be around because if you bought into that there's so much more to this than mandates and vaccines and I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I'm going to handle it because I I don't want to be around somebody like that. That's a good point. I how do mean, you handle one? it,
1: uh, Noel? You're I around s- these people all the time. How I do know. you handle? I
3: it? struggle with it. All the guys I went to high school with, or most <laughs> of them, the ones that weren't Jewish and liberal and stuff, like became MAGA guys. Dudes that <laughs> come over and mow the lawn and work on the house and stuff. You can clearly see it. I haven't found a solution to that. You know, it it angers me and it causes me psychic distress on a daily basis. Because like Fred just said, I get angry. I'm like, oh, I hate you now, bro. Mm -hmm. You're supporting this. You're looking at Donald Trump. You're you're supporting people that are handing out swastikas and Confederate flags. Like, it, it... it ma- It's maddening. Well, you know?
1: and, and we're you know we're a little older than you, like quite a bit actually. I think. What are, what are you? Forty five or fifty? I can't remember.
3: I'm fifty one next okay. month. Okay, you're just March. a
1: baby. You're you're kid. Did. You're just a kid. That's right. You know the, the funny thing is, about five years ago, I was doing this bit about how I when you know what I call forty year olds, I call them kid, but now I call fifty year olds kid. <laughs> yeah. But but we all grew up in an era, I think, where you could disagree with somebody. Politically, have a discussion with them, yes. you know, Fred was always more conservative than me. I respected his opinion I would learn I would learn things from listening to conversations with people like Fred and my friend Lou skeezes and other people like that, that I, I, I wasn't always as uh, informed as maybe some of them were. They were. And I, I, I had a de- I sort of, un- you know, I understood that it was a debate, but it wasn't who they were. Now, some of those people in that conversation don't talk to us anymore. There are people we've had on the show, Noel, that, are are, have gone off on a on a different journey we were talking about one of them this morning they won't come back on the show because they're afraid we'll ask some tougher questions like how do you support this and knowing that most of these guys are anti-semitic anti-black anti-indian they're using their fucking kids as shields at a at a freedom rally freedom from what that's my question for you guys we grew up in an area where you could just you could have a nice conversation and then enjoy a, a beer and watch the game
2: Right. And one other dimension to that is um, none of this made sense. It's a freedom rally. Nobody lost their freedom. Exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. it's, a, it's a human rights thing. Well, wait a minute. You're the ones that are actually taking people's rights away by preventing them f- uh, from going about their daily lives. Like, so n- it didn't make sense on any level. People, you know, posting stuff on Facebook that says uh, "I support the truckers." Well, ninety-five percent of the truckers wanted no part of
1: this. Yeah, exactly. So what does that mean?
2: Right. Like it's just so. Again, it brings us right back to why what the seed is,
1: which you, you is just it.
2: intolerance and evil. That's it, what it is.
3: Exactly. These things are just a Trojan horse. These yeah. anti-tax mm-hmm. issues, they're, they're a Trojan horse for the deeper manipulation in these people, you know, that started with Putin, manipulated through Trump, you know, this white, ethnocentric nationalist ideal that's always been with us. It always rears its heads up. What You know, when a charismatic leader understands he can play off of people's resentments you mm-hmm. know you're playing off of it's like judo you're using the unhealthy elements inside somebody to turn it against yeah. the others as a weapon
2: and you know these guys gathered in ottawa part of their thing was they didn't want to leave until justin trudeau was no longer the prime minister no i know well listen you fuckers that's not the way this country works. Don't call yourself a Canadian. I mean, that's our version of an insurrection. Oh, that absolutely. Man was a, that man was elected.
1: You and know, he's going to serve his term and then will decide when he leaves office. Yeah, I, I forgot that point. There was a press conference, all. I'm not sure if you saw it. Some, some people. Now, again, there are people organized in this movement. This wasn't a bunch of truckers that just went, you know what would be a good idea? Let's just randomly drive across the country. I, I, I would, the word you used... Uh, the phrase chaos agent. I said that to Fred earlier before you came on. Like, this is not about the truckers and vaccines. It's about sowing the seeds of chaos, distrust, unsettled. You know, like, I don't know what this done has done to the markets. I'm sure we'll find out. But it isn't about well, then that that point about coming to Ottawa asking for the resignation of the prime minister was this ever was this part of your plan? Because the rest of us elected this guy like five months ago, and and this the, the last thing I want to say now, if you guys is Goog, Google this when we're done, Noel, it's called the Memorandum of Understanding, and it's basically these people have drawn up their own constitution, so they were basically coming to Ottawa to say, okay, well now we have this thing, and we're going to form this at the press conference. Noel, the guy was saying we're going to with the we want to meet with the Senate, and we want to and and, and what you are going to inform the next government? Right, I, I watched that press conference. I am like, who the hell? Is who
3: is now? this guy? Like, right, I know who he is, but I mean, it's insane, and that's that mirrors exactly what happened on January sixth. Right, you know, these guys thought they were patriots, and we had like heads of fire departments and cops and stuff showing yeah. up and attacking the Capitol and thinking they were part. Of, of the legitimate government. And that's that's part of this whole language. That's why the right wing down here always refers to the founding fathers and yeah. the Constitution. It's mm-hmm. religiosity. They're turning mm-hmm. white supremacy into religion. It's really nothing. Yes.
1: Well, beyond they, they've us. always been linked, though. I mean, right. white supremacy is based in Religion, Calvinism, yeah. if you go back far enough, your whole mm-hmm. country was founded on this idea of puritanical behavior. But, of mm-hmm. course, in the real world, it's just bullshit.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, and there was uh, way too much, you know, I saw too much of that through all this, too. The religious undertone and, well, like, yeah. you know, God is in, God is in their corner. Even the guy I've mentioned on the show a few times this morning, I won't say his name again. Super God. You know, guy. deep... He's a deeply religious guy, and I'm just thinking, like, I'm totally at a loss. I don't understand the freedom thing. I don't understand the rights thing. I don't know how somebody, a man of God, can buy into kids as human shields, explosive be- <laughs> explosives, be- explosives <laughs> being carted through the streets of our uh, of our capital, uh, like,
1: and, all and, and asking and asking to form a government because you decided to drive across the country in winter. This fucking idea was that <laughs> like, I, I will say this. though. I've had a couple ideas, Freddie, for how we can put it like, I, I, see, no, I have this theory that the only thing that's going to save us, Americans, Canadians, Russians is alien intervention. Cause Jesus here, just FYI, Jesus ain't coming back, but aliens, there might be a thing about alien intervention that we can all go, Oh, okay. So those guys are in charge. But the other thing I've thought of is like, at some point, um, We have to ask, you know, you said it's our Canadian insurrection. At some point, we have to wonder, why do those guys get to decide who the next government's going to be? I know. Like, how does that fucking happen? You know why, Howard?
2: Because, you know, that whole movement in the United States, and I think, again, I use the word seed. Where it's growing from is the fear of losing the white race. Exactly. Yeah, it, and it, that, that's what it is, and I'm sorry, and I'm a white guy, and you know, and I know eventually we're all going to be some tone of off white. I mean, that's where we're going, you know. Fucking deal with it. But these people, that's what they're afraid of, right? Uh, Absolutely, and, and, and they're not kidding anybody. <laughs> wait a second, even you, the guy you, I mentioned, you're not kidding
1: me. Wait a you know
2: what it's all about. We're
1: white, white guys. When did that happen? <sighs> Uh, Noel Kassler has a podcast. What's your podcast called, Noel?
3: It, it, it's called, inventively enough, the Noel Kassler Podcast.
1: Or, as we might say, if we we're using the big words, eponymously. Uh,
3: exactly. Eponymously
1: called uh, the exactly. Noel Kassler Podcast. Noel, is um any plans to uh, get back on stage anytime soon? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I was playing the Iridium New York City last month in January. I canceled it because of Omicron, right. but I'm going to reschedule that late April and stuff like that. So I'm going to hit the road when the weather gets a little warmer. We're still getting hammered down here.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we, uh, we're, we, I don't know if you know where we are. Fred's in Panama City, Florida. I'm in uh, La Quinta, California. I'm sure you've spent some time in this area.
3: Hell yeah, Palm Springs,
1: baby. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's pretty yeah. sweet times. My The temperature here, the, the weather has been amazing. And and like I said, I I've spent we spent the last two years basically shitting on America the last five years talking about Trump and all that aside. But I said to Fred, you know, you forget just how nice the everyday average American is just, you know, everyone's just the same. We're all just trying to make our way in the world and, you know, and just get along.
3: That's gospel, bro. That's what it's all about. We need leadership that says, "Hey, we're all the same, you know, and we're yeah. stronger together. Why are you hating on, mm-hmm. you know, minorities? They're just going to make it a richer gumbo here. They're just yeah. going to give you more food options and more music and laughter and dance. Like, let's get together and enjoy this freaking life."
1: Yeah, know? exactly, man.
2: No, and again, it gets back to the damage that that orange prick did to that yeah. country and it's filtered over into ours. And, you know, some might argue, well, you know, he brought it to the forefront. Do you really want it simmering below and not really knowing about it? Well, I don't have the answer to that. But don't kid yourself. He enabled a lot of people. (laughs) And and you're right, Howard. The same thing here. Day to day, the average person. But again, that guy, Trump, enabled the underbelly to have a voice for a while. And hopefully it'll go away.
1: Yeah. Ah. Well, I like what you said, Noel. I I think that it's... It's interesting that all of us white people love ethnic food, but some of us white people just don't like ethnics. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, exactly. it's weird. It's like, I know some of those guys must like tacos because they're so good. They're
3: sitting there eating a Donner kebab. <laughs> I hate immigration, man. Hey, can I get some more
1: tzatziki on that's, this? That's right. This gyro's good. Them exactly. good. Uh, anyway, man, listen, all the best to you. Thank, I, again, I, I was so looking forward to you coming on and and being a little bit, like eating a little bit of, uh, I don't know, humble pie, because uh, we're no different, man, and, and, you know, it's, I'm, to be honest, I'm just embarrassed a little bit by some of the Canadians that have gotten worldwide attention, and for all the wrong reasons, because that's really, mm. we're, we aren't, and I know you know us, we're not those people, and by the way, neither are Americans, Americans aren't those people either, right. you know? I know.
3: And that's this whole things get, you know, amplified and, and, and bad things metastasize. Yes. And it eats up, you know, it eats up all the bandwidth, but it's not who we are. And, exactly. And Ottawa, by the way, is one of my favorite cities in Canada. Like if I could have mm-hmm. a day off anywhere, I love the little mall walking yeah. around downtown and the clubs and the bars. Like it's a phenomenal city. And Canadians are phenomenal people. And 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 so are most Americans. Uh, so
1: we'll, absolutely. They are. Have you ever had
2: a beaver tail? Uh, Noel? Uh, that's
3: personal, man. My old <laughs> lady. <laughs> you don't ask that. You don't, have
1: you ever had some beaver tail there, Noel? Well, yeah, I had two beaver tails one night. Hey, man, come on. <laughs> don't brag. Uh, listen, uh, Noel Kassler, the Noel Kassler podcast, and uh, it'll be uh, another month or so. But thanks for stopping in. All the best to you. I, 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 was, I wanted to get into some uh, Super Bowl stuff with you, but we'll, do, we'll talk about it. Listen, man, I'll, and take care, and, and thanks for being part of our show.
3: Thanks, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah,
1: you too, my friend. Right on. Um, Before we get to uh, Dan Duran's news this morning, uh, Friedrich, let's talk about a couple other people uh, because uh, this doesn't happen in a vacuum or, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we we need support. You can't tell right now, but me sitting here, I'm covered.
2: I am. I'm covered.
1: I am covered by the chamber plan.
2: (laughs) Well, whilst I sit here.
1: Oh, I thought company. you were covered in goo while <laughs> <Right. laughs> you were sitting there.
2: I'm in the United States of America, and yes. I'm covered by the Chambers. Guess plan, what? The Chambers of Commerce Group Insurance Plan. So much. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're, you're covered. covered. Cover uh, Canada's number one group benefits plan for small business. Yes, travel insurance, a big part of it. It really is a great product, the travel insurance and the COVID. You don't have to worry about it while traveling under the Chambers plan. Okay, even though it's going down, it's still a threat, of course. Uh, get a free quote today. Go to chamberplan.ca. It's all there. Find out how your small business can become part of of the Chamber Plan. It's a great thing for small business. doesn't matter how small your business is. There is a program for you. Find out today. Get the free quote. It's prescriptions. It's dental. As I mentioned, the travel insurance, the teledoc system, all sorts of therapies. Get her
1: done today. Chamberplan.ca. And, of course, uh, it would be uh, remiss if I didn't mention that you can, by the way, Dan, can you hear me?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you great.
1: Uh, you know this uh, state I'm in, California?
0: Yes, I do. I've lived there.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think when you and I lived here, uh, the weed was legal, but it is now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you right is now. different <laughs> Wow. Here's the thing. It's so weird knowing you can go into a can of cabana anytime you want and then, you know, it's like the novelty of legalization has made going into a weed store here kind of like, yeah, whatever. Here in Canada, I mean in Canada where you are, cannabis at Cannacabana just makes everything easier because with 100 locations or more across the country, Cabana Club members can enjoy unbeatable selection of cannabis and accessories at new, lower prices. Okay? Spend some time when you go online and, and just see what I'm I'm talking about. If you want high THC, great quality, and seventy percent off on most uh, items each and every day, go to Canna Cabana, the official marijuana sponsor of the Humble and Fred Show. Bump, bump. Uh, Dan Duran, did you send me a, a note here? I just looked at it. Uh, what was the point you were trying to make when buying America, when buy American is simmering Canada image is getting tarnished i didn 't understand that sentence <laughs> <laughs> when buying American is simmering.
0: Uh, down in the United States, all this stuff that's going on up here with the border crossing is that we don't need this kind of thing down there. And the amount of network mm-hmm. coverage that, that we've been getting in in America about right. Canada yes. has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fox News has been going nuts on, on of course. Canada and, yeah. and this whole thing. And it's, it's just <laughs> uh, it's embarrassing.
1: It is embarrassing. And, I see what you're saying, yeah.
2: And there's another thing. You know, the network for simpletons does it surprise you that they come up here? Oh yeah, and they're all on board with what's going on. Like that's
1: right. Yeah, of course they are. Is
2: that a not enough to tell like any idiot that this 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 news so called news network news network network you're watching is it just comes from the wrong place? It's
1: it's it's just buffoonery. It's,
2: it's buffoonery i don't
1: know if you like, guys like, saw I this
2: obviously i can't even put it into words no, I hear It's, you. it's like, they come up here
1: and they buy into the nonsense like like that's well, the that would should. be i know what you're trying to say that would be enough for most people to go okay well so now it's completely <laughs> fucked <laughs> no. but what i was just saying i don't know if dan if you saw this image so fox news sent a uh, a female reporter uh, to cover the uh, the convoy and uh, the freedom, yeah. freedom convoy, right. <laughs> because they know so little about Canada. There's a great shot of all these people and you know, sort of Canadians and regular Canadian wear, and mm-hmm. she's dressed like she's going to fucking ski in a full on onesie, like a snowsuit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not that cold here, you dunderheads. All right, Dandaran, uh are you uh, yeah. equipped? Uh, to, yeah, I've, uh, I've got uh, equipment. Yeah, you got equipment. You got news. Well, then it's time Good for news. this. Here's to a fella named
4: Dan Duran, a hell of a guy with a hell of a big wang, the quintessential anchor man. His voice is nice and low. Huh. Danderan,
3: the anchor man, comes. As for credentials, he has none. Can't tell a headline from his bum, but his
2: voice is nice and low. Dan Duran, the anchorman's here He's grown to falling off his chair But he's got a big wang, so he don't care And his voice is nice
0: and low My voice is nice and low
1: And now live from a lake near Peterborough, Ontario Broadcasting in California and in Florida One wonders, in America is Dan Duran's wiener just normal size? <laughs> With the exchange, (laughs) you know, what what size is it? (laughs) Because, you know, we come here in America and ours is 30 percent less. And uh, I just wonder, you know, anyway, sorry, Dan.
0: Well, You guys are really late on that. that.
1: Dan's almost normal in this. Well, this was my point. But in in America, Dan's just a regular guy. You know, you and I are like Peter Dinklage. Uh, Dan Duran, what stories do you have to tell us?
0: All right, at the risk of continuing this uh, Freedom Convoy discussion, yeah, there's uh, breaking news. According to the Toronto Star, Justin Trudeau is seeking to invoke the Never Used Emergencies Act to uh, deal with the convoy protesters. Uh, one of the things that people may not know is that the that, that tow truck companies... We're refusing to do anything or, or won't tow any of those trucks for fear of those huge trucks that they own would be targeted know, yeah. would be compromised yeah. so they were they're not in. So this would allow Ottawa to designate protected places and force tow truck companies, for example, to lend their trucks to the government to clear the roads. They don't use they don't intend to use it, uh, apparently, to call in the army army. But Trudeau is consulting with provinces this morning. Uh, The act makes consultation mandatory. And uh, if the emergency is strictly limited to a province, that province uh, cabinet can veto federal action. So I guess the Ford government could say no if it if it came down to just uh, just uh, Ontario. Um, So that's happening there. Over in the Conservative Party this afternoon, uh, Canada's Conservatives are forcing a vote on removing all federal COVID-19 mandates and restrictions. Uh, This is a tweet from Blake Edwards, an Alberta MP. Uh, The vote will take place Monday afternoon, and I will proudly vote in favor of freedom. Please share this post to spread the word that Canada's Conservatives are fighting for you.
1: Oh, yeah. Fighting for freedom. Because the weird thing is, do we not remember this was because of a global pandemic that was killing people mm-hmm. at a furious rate. That's what I don't understand, Fred and Dan, that the basics of all of this, it started 24 months ago. And I, and I listen, I know I said this to you guys before, but, When this all began, we had these discussions about if you ever want to know what human beings are really like, well, you're about to find out. And didn't that just be the truth? We all found out what our tolerance for being restricted. And that's really Can Canada conservative stand for freedom. Freedom from what? What if the Omicron Mm -hmm. virus was right now? Mm-hmm. What, what no, are the conservatives? What freedoms do like? You know, listen, we've said it a million times. What freedom didn't we have? Well, we, we couldn't gather with one another for a bit because, well, that was going to make us sick and die. Yeah. How well, has that got lost in all of this? Well, Howard, that's why that party is in such disarray right now, because that
2: fringe thinks they need the whack jobs to have any chance of being elected. Right. They don't want to. They, they need to attract those people. Well, sorry, that's not going to get you elected. But they figure without them, they have no chance of getting elected, and they don't want to move to the middle. That's why they get rid of Aaron O'Toole. Yeah. So, yeah, they're in total disarray, and that's why, we again, we should have Tony on. But one thing I will say, you know, when Ford comes out the other day and talked about the Emergencies Act and we're going to move, I still really haven't seen a lot going on. In Ottawa, right, and same with the Prime Minister, I mean you want to talk about a paradox or whatever I mean those whack jobs out west, what Dan just said about the Conservatives, yet on the other side, this guy like what 's he he been doing a lot of meetings, a lot of talking, and I know that 's the Canadian way, but there 's been no real measures to actually do something about it than the, other than the mayor negotiating with them to move to a different section of the city. Like, well, Dan needed a little more strength at a Trudeau.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I totally agree, but you know, Dan, like I said to Fred, how is it if the three of us got a bunch of, you know, jerry cans filled with gasoline and parked our, our cars near some bridge and then decided to start barbecuing and then getting a hot tub. And then I said, Oh, Hey Dan, why don't you get your speakers and we'll just, I thought that would be illegal. You'd think at the very basics that we we wouldn't be allowed to do it. But I will say this. It's funny watching some of the video of these truckers or these protesters being cleared away. They sure sure turtle pretty quickly. They do. They're not not as tough as they came off. Like, we're going to stay here. No, No, you just start. They all just started walking home to their fucking igloos.
2: Well, Howard, that's why (laughs) most of them are cowards. That's why. Absolutely. What's his head wouldn't
1: come on our show today. Of course not.
0: Yeah. But of course the uh, I mean where you're talking about Howard there's also uh, there's also an enclave a camp out at a parking lot there that they, they, they Ottawa police made a lot of mistakes I think there they yeah. didn't anticipate that this was happening and they've made this an encampment apparently like all the cars are parked like bumper to bumper around the exterior of this parking lot and there's like guys patrolling who gets in and who doesn't and it's a, it's apparently a dangerous place to go it could be a, a tinder keg for violence if things you know, aren't taken step by step and whatever. So I get that. Yeah. Um, I and get they, it. Yeah. And then negotiations and all that. But all, the weird part is um, uh, about this is that the conservatives are, Saying things that are they're exactly the opposite of what are, they're doing. Like Candace uh, Bergen, their talking points are they want to depoliticize the response to the pandemic. What? Yeah, <laughs> what does that mean? You want to depoliticize it and you're doing this and uh, they conservatives will not stop until all mandates are lifted. No, no but that was my
1: truth. point. Like like mm-hmm. the Trudeau government <clears throat> didn't politicize the pandemic for political reasons. They They did it so we wouldn't all die. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they didn't invent this. They didn't, you know, like Candace Bergen. That's why I want to talk to Tony. Like, how is she speaking for that party? And the irony of all this actually is that it's it's going to be bad for them. It's not going to get them more voters it 's going to get them left because i 'll tell you why because I thought of you, Fred, because someone like you that would traditionally side with them and me occasionally side with them it 's going to turn you off, and i 'm never going back
2: no don 't care who they already has i mean that 's not the conservative Party I voted for exactly and, you, and Candace Bergen, she is the interim leader, and she 's from the whack job fringe. They refuse to go to the middle, so they 're cultivating the crazies.
1: And, and this other idiot, Peter Polivare or whatever, I'm—he's—he's I mean, he's lost me completely. Yeah. Uh, Dan, Duran, can you? We have to uh, take a, a break from all the ranting and talk to a moose jaw boy. Finally, somebody from the heartland of—you uh, you know what? You guys can't even see me anymore because of this backlighting. So, Dan, I'm going to have to figure that out too. Yeah, it's the sun's coming around for you. Yeah, the sun it's has come out the- here and. Yeah. Yeah. In California. Uh, Dan, come on back after Tim and we'll uh, wrap this thing up. Right on. You know, it's Tim Daniels. This is kind of cool, though, for the time being. Dan's in Peterborough. Fred's in Panama City. I'm in California. Timmy's in Florence, Italy. Uh, It's 8.20 in the morning for me. What time is it for you?
4: Uh, 5.20 in the afternoon.
1: This is a little later than we can normally get you. Have you already done your run?
4: No, I've been a little too busy, so I want to get past you so I can get outside.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. You want to get past me. Well, listen, man, we'll get right to it. Tim, how you doing, Tim Daniels?
4: I'm great. First, let me be the first to wish you guys la festa delle innamorati.
1: That means
4: la festa delle innamorati.
1: I'm going to say happy Valentine's Day in (laughs) Italian.
4: The actual translation, that's what uh, the loose translation is. What it actually means, la festa, is the the, the feast. Uh, uh, Dele innamorati" means of lovers, the feast of lovers. Mm -hmm. So today is the feast of lovers. So there you go. That is the official greeting for Valentine's Day here in Italy.
1: Yeah, beautiful. It's very beautiful. You're a beautiful man. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) The traditional Moose Jaw greeting is, have you ever had a beaver tail? Uh, exactly. So speaking of being from Moose Jaw, like, you know, when I grew up there and you and I were kids, you know, like, I guess what I'm trying to say, I, I get, that whole Western, I never felt so um, different. I felt, you know, living in Western Canada, the only thing I thought about Eastern Canada was I hate the Leafs. I liked, I cheered for Boston and I really never thought about it growing. You know, as I, as we, you know, you lived in West, you've lived in Edmonton. I lived in Calgary. You started to feel somewhere in the eighties when the, um, the Canadian, the white supremacist—I uh, can't remember their names now—but they were headlined in in Red Deer, Alberta. I remember hearing about them and thinking, you know, that was kind of strange. Fast forward to now, I just because we've been talking about it all morning. Tim, is this yeah. Freedom Convoy Canadian uprising? How is it playing at all in Italy?
4: Um, you know, obviously, it's it's in the news here, and uh, and because. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, by the nature of my profession, I, I have to follow what's going on internationally every day. So, so I'm, you know, pretty well versed in in what you're seeing uh, happening in in Ontario and other parts now of Canada. Um, and and so you know, here in in Italy, there's been its version of <laughs> of the you know the 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 backlash to the mandates. But it's uh, um, it, it's short lived and apathetic, and you know it's a day or two of of chanting by a, a very small group, and then everybody just goes back to what they mm-hmm. were doing beforehand, and so uh, uh, people here are pretty much resigned that. Uh, um, you know, the government's going to do what it's going to do, mm-hmm. and everybody just kind of follows suit. And yeah. and that's a, that's you know, kind of the mentality, not just towards vaccines, but but everything is that uh-huh. uh, uh, you know the government puts down their 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 dictates, and everybody just shrugs, and they don't, they you know, some people grumble about it, but everybody just kind of goes on with their living, and and it's uh, in in great part because. I don't know things have been tough here economically since the uh, 2008 financial crisis. So, people, you know, the country has never recovered from that. So, people are just trying to survive day to day. And so, uh, um, you know, when you're wondering where your next paycheck is coming from, um, you know, the bigger social issues just, you know, kind of slip by the wayside mm-hmm.
2: and just have that. Yeah, we had a group over here, Tim, when you're wondering where your next paycheck's coming from, you go out and prevent
1: yeah. other people from earning theirs. Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. We're still trying to figure it out, but yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we sure. couldn't figure out how, the, how that was like, we want the freedom to make your yeah. life shit for the next three weeks and by the way, yeah. we're not, we're yeah. going to keep honking so you can't sleep and, <laughs> and we're also going to have the freedom to shut down some businesses but right on. Uh, yeah. Are you getting asked by your friends in Italy at all? Like, because you're the Canadian guy. So
4: you know the um, the luxury I have is being a dual citizen. I'm you know both American and, and Canadian. So when shit like this happens in Canada, I just say, hey, I'm American. <laughs> and, and for four years, when Trump was earning America, I said, hey, I'm Canadian. <laughs> so I just
1: all well, that's great. By, by choosing a
4: different allegiance.
1: And that's perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what you are. Tim sent me a note the other day, and I, I don't know, maybe I'm stupid. So Tim sends me this note, Fred, mm-hmm. about uh, something to do with uh health gauge mm-hmm. and uh he says hey brother how's life uh blah 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 and by the way H D H G health gauge is doing an active marketing marketing exercise in canada only it's selling two for one bogo and i said to rachel i, I didn't want to ask him what that meant but she goes oh no she knew right away buy one get one free buy one Mm -hmm. get one buy one get one so and i i don't know like i sometimes wonder is am i really getting older and dumber so bogo
4: i i think we uh we missed that class at palliser heights i don't know either (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 I had to go onto HealthGage website. I said, "What in the hell is Randy talking about? Bogo?" And I logged in. And I saw it. it. Said, "Buy one, get one." And yeah, said, yeah. Ah, Bogo, <laughs> buy one, get one. Okay, now I get it.
1: So this is a rare opportunity because normally we we offer a, a Gauge promo code, which is HumbleFredHG. <clears throat> and for a while there, I was kind of like I would keep forgetting it. So I I actually had a uh, uh, a little promo made for it.
2: Humble Freddy. here humble
1: Freddy Sheet. oh boy phil humble fred
3: Sheet. humble Freddy
1: but right now couldn't be a better time if you go to HealthGauge.com, you'll see it says hurry end soon a bogo sale buy now buy one get one free uh which is a rare opportunity to get the watch by the way it's the first time i haven't had it on for a while it's right over here i'm charging it um but it really is cool and and You know, for all the reasons we've been saying for months, but this is an opportunity to get one and get another one. So basically you're getting it for half price now.
4: Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And, uh, it was set up as a Valentine's day promotion. Um, and it may carry a little beyond Valentine's day. Um, I got to check with, uh, with the boys at health agency, uh, uh, what, what their plans are for that, but, but it is on here and now. So, um, for your listeners that are interested, jump on it, uh, here now today and, um, um, and it's a, it's a hell of a
2: bargain. For sure. It is. No, I, for sure. I, I think it's great for couples, too, especially if a, a couple like me and my wife were very competitive. How many steps
1: did you get in? <laughs> ah, that's right.
2: <laughs> and that's what it would be. You know, we're, we, we're having wordle wars right
1: now, right? Like oh, how, Christ. how quickly we're getting the wordle. Yeah. If we get into a steps battle, that'd be great. Um, I'll, ke- I'll tell you what I'll do for this week. The next couple of days, I'll keep checking Tim uh, at healthgauge.com. <laughs> Buy one, get one. Uh, in the meantime, I have a little uh, Valentine's music for you.
4: All
1: right. There you go. Uh, HealthCage.com. Today you can get a a Phoenix watch that Fred, (laughs) me, Fred, and Tim are all wearing. You can get it for half price. Listen, happy Valentine's Day to you and the family. All the best, and uh, thanks for popping in, and now you can go do your running. All right, pal.
2: Cheers. Take care, man.
1: Okay, take it easy, man. Love you, Timmy. Mm. Yeah, man, you told me yesterday that you're doing the Wordle. I was like, what? As soon as I wake up in the morning, I grab my phone and do it. Good for you. And now you're also doing another version of Wordle called Ludle. Is that? Yes. Yes. L-E-W-D? Yeah, it's all bad. Yesterday's word was cooch. (laughs) (laughs) that's great. That's um, oh, yeah, fantastic You know, uh, we're going to do a little extra time here today Because, you know, one thing we did Well, there's so much about this Canadian Trump movement Or whatever you want to call it Tomorrow we can talk about how one of radio's big stars in Canada Wants to become the Canadian Joe Rogan Good for you Also, a very uh, fine Canadian Ivan Reitman died uh, The director of Ghostbusters was uh, seventy five years old. Passed away on the weekend. I didn't think he was that old. That's weird. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, all those guys. Uh, Harold Ramis now has passed away, but uh, we could go on the PGA tour. They were playing that Pebble Beach tournament where they have all the celebrities, and uh, Bill Murray uh, sort of always hangs around, and um, he's starting to look his age. He's got to be mid seventies, you know. Um. Uh, yeah. Hey, just
2: looking in the paper here, just let me throw this out. Um, you remember Ron Dugay, the New yeah. York Ranger? Yeah, for the long who, hair, yeah. feathery long hair. Guess who's he, who he's dating right now. And when I see this, I think, well, what are the conversations like that you have with this woman? Like, it, it's who, like Who's he dating? Sarah Palin. Like, what do you talk to Sarah Palin about? Like, how, how do you actually sit across... <laughs> from her at a table and actually have a conversation with that redneck hick
1: goober like hey listen man
2: she's hot i know yeah, i was gonna say bang- well you know i talked
1: t- banging the shit out of i was her. gonna say that how, how do you do it i don't know you just keep thinking when do we fuck <laughs> <laughs> you know because like, she's
2: pretty hot for the, oh, yeah. her
1: age well so yeah he's got to be in his mid to late 50s
2: At least, I
1: would think, yeah. So that's how you talk to her. You go, okay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I can see Russian from my house. When are you naked? (laughs) When can I see your vagina from my mouth? Yeah, like Jesus Christ, man. Dan Duran. Yes. Um, Did you happen to uh, watch any of the uh, Super Bowl? I did not. I'm interested, you know, when they, 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 I don't know if you know this, Dan, but they, they track the Super Bowls by roman numerals i just wonder maybe fred can shed some light on this because it seems to me a bit of a challenge for the average person to go L V I. now i know v is five i is one but you know i don't know that everyone knows that l is 50 in roman numerals so my question to you uh fred and dan is where did why why the roman numerals isn't that a little bit above most people's kind of Comprehension of you don know 't want
2: there 's an answer to that why they did that um, and i don 't think it 's that profound. But I think people that are into football, you know it's been around for 50-some-odd years. Sure, you do. You see the L, and you go, oh, that's got to be 50, and
1: whatever. Well, I'll tell you what. I think if you axed axed now the average American, (laughs) if you axed the average Canadian, LVI, what is that in Roman numerals, Uh, outside of the context of a football game? Zero. Right. No, I get it. I I know what you're saying. So, uh, Dan, uh, just so you know, the LA Rams were the uh, victors. And uh, Freddie, this might be of interest. As I was leaving Los Angeles on uh, Thursday, we passed uh, just south of that stadium, SoFi. Very cool.
0: SoFi, yeah. I looked. Yeah, I looked very at it cool. Because you know,
1: I'm into architecture, and that, pretty cool. That, huh? Yeah, very cool. And, and also, Dan, very cool where it's situated, like right off the uh, 10 East right through the city it's like downtown man it's like just south of oh, the got that close yeah wow. really close and where we were was in venice or santa monica which is west and south of it but as we were leaving on a thursday it's like wow that's where they're doing this thing
2: mm-hmm. wow um the halftime show it was uh a, you know it was a tribute to rap and everything and to me i you know i didn't get much out of it but of course they're not pointing that at a 65 year old man no nope. and and uh uh, the reviews have been pretty good. I enjoyed never it. never seemed to really ramp up to me, the yeah. halftime show. But again, I don't know what I'm listening
1: to. You know, to yeah. And, uh, I, mean, I, I had just watched, Rachel and I had just watched a few months ago, the um, documentary on Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. And so it was pretty familiar. And, you know, speaking right. of age, Snoop Dogg's got to be the coolest, soon to be 70-year-old. Um Leaf fan. Big, and I loved, oh, wow. uh, I loved uh, Eminem doing that song. Like... I don't really know the music that well, but it's interesting some of the right-wing, you know, response. Uh, There's a right-wing Republican senator saying, worst halftime show ever. Of course, because it's nothing but black people. You know I mean? uh, Everything uh, is politicized. No, I know, but
2: again, that's just speaking at a turn. It's what I said. It's like, to me, obviously, well, hopefully, people would think it's got nothing to do with race. It's just got to do with... Eras Like, I don't understand it. And you're putting in a halftime show. Again, you're not doing it for a 65-year-old guy. No. Nope. So whoever that senator, whoever it was, should have thought before he opened his mouth, it isn't for you, asshole. Yeah,
1: not you know. everything is for, you know, when that's part of the xenophobia of America and Canada now. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I liked it, right? You know, we, we watched it. Um, it was fun being down here watching American commercials. Uh, I think I saw three quarters, the first three quarters we watched on television. The last quarter, as I mentioned, we were on our way to dinner. So I actually got Rachel to find it on an AM, AM radio mm-hmm. for the 40-minute drive into the city here. And I listened to it. And uh, I liked it. It was a great game. I decided to be, I didn't have any skin in the game. I decided to cheer for L.A. because we were close to L.A. Were you cheering for Cincinnati?
2: Uh, no. Yes. The blue-collar town. Um, And, you know, where they came from this year. Uh, Weird, weird ending. What Cincinnati was thinking. I mean, they were like second and one, and they needed just a field goal. And I don't know. It just seemed they they wasted that last sequence in a weird way. But other than that, it was a good game. You know, um, uh, the NFL had great playoffs this year. Yep. Every freaking game was close and exciting. Yep. Every one.
0: What was the, uh, I saw some highlights or something. I didn't really understand the uh, trick. Wasn't
1: there a trick touchdown or some sort of trick play? There was a couple. Actually, they tried a couple of plays there, Fred. I thought, wow, I hadn't, they had one play in the third quarter when I was still watching where they handed off to a back, he handed off to somebody else, and they tried to throw it to the quarterback. I thought, well, that's cool. You don't see mm-hmm. that every day and then there was another one uh
2: cincinnati got a touchdown yeah what do you call that a flea flicker or something the uh the
1: quarterback uh tossed it to a, the halfback or the full back or yeah, yeah. The fuck it was and he threw the touchdown pass no yeah. no that was awesome uh to yeah. mixon or whatever mm-hmm. his name was i think the uh quarterback was a cincinnati quarterback burrows he got sacked like didn't he get sacked like seven times in the uh in the second half mm-hmm. But I
2: couldn't help but think of my Buffalo Bills. They should have been there yeah. because they would have put up a better fight. And I still think
1: Josh Allen's better than any of them. But, uh, anyhow, it was exciting. To, I was. I, I'll tell you, Dan. The uh, the biggest takeaway for me from the Super Bowl is <laughs> it seemed weird, but I just kept getting excited every time they go to commercial. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can, and you guys can watch, you watch you get the to, American commercials.
1: So the, in Canada you couldn't. Well, right? no, exactly. There's channel substitution, but I, I'd say for me and if, maybe people have already gone up and gone online and looked them up. So there was the commercial with Jim Carrey as he reprised his role as the cable guy. I liked that one, mm-hmm. I liked the um, the ones with uh, Peyton Manning and uh, and the Jim uh, with Steve Buscemi one.
2: That what was, was uh, yeah. That was uh, Michelob, Ultra Michelob Ultra, right? Yeah.
1: With all and Brooks kepka PGA Tour guy, was in that. Yeah, Rachel liked the Tommy Lee Jones. Who else was in that? Honey, Tommy Lee Jones, Rashida Jones, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. and uh, and Jonas the kid. That yeah, was the yeah. on that. Yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> nothing really blew me away though. No. The Larry David one I oh, liked. The, I saw. I like the Larry David one. We love the Larry I David, didn't David see one. That one. What's yeah, that he's for who? he he. Well, it's for. um... It was for a crypto, a crypto company, company. yeah. Oh. And Larry David played uh, all these different characters through history. Speaking of Curb, though, not only was Larry David in a commercial, but JB Smoove was in a commercial as well. He played a an emperor or something, but
2: and notice a, a lot of spots for electric cars.
1: Yes, and. Uh, and what was the one that uh, Arnold was in? I think that was for an electric car, actually. Electric cars and cryptocurrency. Yeah. You, know, you know, you think about it, it was $6 million, a 30. And I said that to Rach, I said, okay, so they have spent $6 million just to get this spot to run, and then you have to pay Morgan Freeman to narrate mm-hmm. Turkish Airlines, Dan. Did you see that one yet? No, I didn't see that one. Now it just but, opens on Morgan uh, Freeman on a plane, starting mm-hmm. to sort of do the Morgan Freeman voiceover voice. <laughs> and then you, you pull back and he's doing it. He's doing his own voiceover for Turkish Airlines. It was, it was just weird.
0: Well, yeah, the production, the, um, the production values and then what they spend on production is, is phenomenal as well. I mean, the Larry David one, like they, they had to do it four days. I think they had to do uh, 12 scenes or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But, but they were all really expensive sets that Huge. they you know just flash through and by the way the the way that commercial ended I loved it because he, he thought like one of the things that he was very you know dismissive of the invention of the wheel he traveled right. through time right <laughs> and right. it ends with he's dismissive <laughs> of, of cryptocurrency right cryptocurrency yeah
1: not so <laughs> <laughs> no that's the whole no. premise of the spot is he, he, he he's against every good idea starting with the wheel like, nothing, like no good idea will work and so the whole point is that he doesn't think crypto is going to work on right
2: what do you think of the week <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. um yeah so you didn't watch any of the game dan eh? like that's I, I find that interesting and this is not a criticism but somebody that's so passionate about sports that you know that's one of those yearly worldly events that i just think that i would be attractive somewhat like howard attracted to just for the sake of what it is so what were you doing during that time i was watching other stuff
0: I mean, I could, I could have easily uh, paid the money because I'm not subscribed to a sports channel right now. I could have oh, done that, wow. but I, you know, that's for the seven sickness. or eight bucks, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's a sickness. <laughs> 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 I better see somebody.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Imagine that, Howard, yeah. not being subscribed to a sports channel. Is Howard frozen? No, I'm right here. I'm just, I'm just reading some uh, something. Is this one of our clients just sent us? Oh. Um. Yeah, I, well, I I I I was really luckier because I, I found it on Peacock uh, streaming on NBC. Uh, how, this is a stupid question. This I'm only Fred will know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 how long has Al Michaels? Not, but on ABC. I thought Al Michaels was an ABC guy for some oh, reason. No. no, they took over
2: Sunday Night Football the, several years ago.
1: Now. Okay. okay, but I'm not wrong. He once was an ABC guy. Oh, right? absolutely. Okay, because
0: uh, is there is, is there some to move around a lot? It, was there some broadcaster, sports broadcaster, that was not doing the Super Bowl after this, or retiring, or something like that? I heard. I don't know something about that. I don't know.
1: Okay. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That's our first. day. we did ever Is everyone done? Freddie, you're all done. We're all done.
2: Yes, uh,
1: yes. We
2: were. We had a lot pent up from the last week that I think we got off our chest today. And
1: no, I meant unsponsor wise you. Did everybody?
2: Oh no, the retirement Sherpa well, I'm sorry, oh, I want to mention well, Timmy
1: Of course, well, we can't leave before the Sherpa Gets his due, man
2: That's right Tim There's some what? Sherpa music Tim is a portfolio Tim so is a portfolio <laughs> Manager <laughs> And Raymond James is a member of the Canadian Investors Protection Fund. Tim's not that far away from me. I could actually drive and see him today if I wanted, Uh, but I won't because, you know, unexpected guests. Who wants those? (laughs) Uh, Tim, hey, listen, again, it's February. You know what happens at the end of this month? A lot of deadlines coming up, a lot of stuff you have to think about. Uh, Whether you're already a client, you know, you want to check in with Tim and find out, do that checklist, or if you're not... Get a hold of Tim and he'll explain to you how investing works with RRSPs and how all the deadlines are involved and what you should do this year as opposed to next year, on and on and on and on. And he'll do it in a wonderful Tim Niblett way.
1: RetirementSherpa.ca. All right. And uh, thanks to Noel Castler. Thanks, everyone, for uh, a little delay today. And the uh, same for tomorrow. We're going to be doing the show at 10 a.m. Eastern for the next six step, six episodes. We won't be working on February 21st because we respect the family too much. You know what? I wouldn't even put Dan in harm's way with a sign that says, <laughs> I've, I've, got my, I've got more balls than the prime minister. Uh, here's Dan Duran to
0: say so long. Thank you, Dan. This episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Gig Sky, the retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Bow Dog, Health Gage, Canna Cabana, Doer, and our newest sponsor, GoDaddy. For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran, and don't forget the hypocrisy Tour continues tomorrow.
2: The jigsaw jazz and the get-fresh flow Pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts Two turntables and a microphone Bottles and cans that just clap your hands Just clap your hands Where's that?